Hey everybody, what's up? It's the Fantasy Rugby Hanks Podcast, and apparently I can't talk today. Um, I'm Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glazer. We have a special guest with us here today. Say hi, buddy. How's it going, guys? I'm James Herrick. James is a uh, another teammate of Ben and mine. Um, he's had the misfortune of meeting us a couple years ago, and we haven't been able to shake him since, so... No, especially plenty of nights of drinking. <laughs> well, that'll, that'll do uh, it. That'll help. That'll help, definitely help. Well, speaking of which... Oh, yeah. Why don't we do that early? Just because. Oh, I, ju- I jumped the gun. That's all right. That's all right. You're- you, <laughs> didn't, you didn't know. You didn't know any better. That's, that's on us for not opening our faces. Yeah. We do it enough. We might as well have just told you that. Well, those scrum halves, you know, they're always mm-hmm. eager to get the beer in them quickest. Yeah, James is not like Ben and myself. He, uh, he runs with the backs. I don't, know. I don't know why we like him, but, yeah. you know. Hey, I would like to... Just squash that beef. <laughs> We're all rugby players. Yeah. We can we can all just be happy to be on the field together. No, I don't. I don't disagree. Backs versus forwards. Yeah, I, I raise my 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 second first beer to that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Um. So don't forget, everybody. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us on Spotify. So make sure you check us out there. Give us a rating. Uh, send an email to the show if you want. We'll give the email in the show notes. Um. What are we going to do? Uh, oh, yeah. Don't forget, you can join Ben and I in our Six Nations Fantasy League on the Rugby Mag. Um, it's just the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. Uh, right now, we have three guys in there because our friend from the UK has joined. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'll, so. I'll join for sure. <laughs> so we're, we're on that. Um, so if you want to play along with us, that's cool. Um, and you'll also be able to chronicle Ben and I's season after our draft this past Saturday in Super Rugby. So. Right, which is... <laughs> <laughs> an oddly listened to pod for yeah. us, so that was... High, high listen rate, I don't know, uh, it also, we also marked a couple of new territories with that one too. That's true. So that's probably got something to do with it. Either what way, do these American idiots have to say about, about the sport we love so much and have <laughs> right. played way longer? You're right, you probably have, but yes, you hey, have. Well, doesn't mean we don't know anything. Right. <laughs> I mean, even though we are Americans and American rugby is what it is. Right. Although, James, you're not, uh, you're not full, you're not full bred American. No, I, I, I deceive a lot of people with this accent, but grew up in the UK, have a British passport, get enough drinks with me, I can sound pretty English. So, yes, I've experienced you know, as such. Goes, goes down well with the birds. <laughs> yeah, that I believe, actually. Yeah, I do believe that. So I, I, I can get away with it sometimes. People, people are silly like that, you know? Yeah. All right. Um, so a couple, couple story, stories, as of, even as of recently, that have come out. Um, England squad has dropped to 25. Yeah. Eddie Jones dropped him. Um, Brad Shields is not going to make this match, but Farrell should. That's a bummer yeah. about Brad Shields. I think, uh, especially with him coming into, well, he was thrown into the England scene, you know, pretty much the second he found out he could qualify for England while he was over in New Zealand. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm jumping ship, which not a lot of people do in New Zealand. Although no, there is a, you know, the talent pool is. Right. Well, and then Hanson came out and said, oh, I would have picked him this yeah, tour. Right. It's like, yeah, okay, um, sure. Don't believe you. Whoop. Watch that nose grow, baby. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm disappointed because uh, I feel like the Wasps are, are misusing him because he's certainly not the impact player that, that he was over in, um, in Super Rugby. No. So I'm, I'm hoping that, not I was recently, hoping to see Eddie Jones, see if he could use him a little bit more playing to his strengths. Right. Well, I mean, he was... First choice blindside for the whole November, for the whole autumn series. So you can't, I mean, it's not bad. No, it's not know? bad. It's, uh, a, it's a good start for him, obviously. I, I just wanted to trash wasps for a minute. There. Well, yeah, me too. I, I can't um, feel bad for them. 
the the recent Jack Clifford got sent home as well, head injury. Yeah, possible. Mm-hmm. You know, they said no HIA, which I don't understand why you send send somebody home if you're not going to give them a head injury assessment for a head injury. Right. What, yeah. What happened? I I see. I didn't hear much about that. I think there's a there clearly is a, a sort of changing of the guard in England. You can look first originally with um, Danny Kerr not selected, which I was yeah. a little bit disappointed about. Because the guy, I think he's he's obviously in England's number two scrum half, or as Eddie Jones likes to put it, Ben Youngs is the starter, Dan Danny Kerr is the finisher. Right. Uh, there's that new guy Dan Robson coming in who's 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 come off an injury. I think. You yeah. Know, really, yeah. Yeah. He had a recently. torn ACL or something like that. Yeah. 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 So there's that. Another Dan leaving is Dan Cole. We haven't didn't see him in the Autumn yeah, no, Internationals. He, um, yeah, I, I got the list right here. He, he just got dropped. He did. Um, which is, you know, I think he's he, he might be 29 or 30. He looks he's like he's there. 45. Yeah, he, looks, he looks really effing old. He's a proper prop. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fact. That's he, a way to you describe know, it. I mean, yeah. look at Billy Vunapola. How old is he? And he looks like he's 40. He's, so. looks Maco like he's, looks old as hell. Yeah. yeah like, good yeah. Lord. That man looks grizzled like a freaking hard hard veteran of 50 years old. And he's, you know, what? Was he 30? Maybe? Yeah. Not yeah. Even. I don't know. He's like, he's like, tw- he's like in his 20s. It's interesting. It's good to see Owen Farrell back. But uh, I thought, you know, with those injury, with that injury concern that Danny Cipriani would finally get another recall. But, I, yeah. you know, I, I, sometimes I feel bad for him. Sometimes I don't. The guy yeah. can't seem to, he can, he'll play well and then he'll go off and do something stupid. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We call it uh, good sips and bad sips. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like he'll be amazing. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like, who the fuck is wearing your jersey? Yeah. They just, they just did something really somebody, stupid. Somebody just stole Danny Cipriani's jersey and is impersonating him. That's or driving it. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. So that, and then um, Mike Brown, who uh, grew his hair back and clearly is fooled. Yeah, Eddie Jones. <laughs> that he's a different person. No, no, no. I'm, I'm Mike Brown's twin brother, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> and has gotten back into the squad. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm I, I'm partial to England. I'm an England fan. Right. Well, um, yeah. UK passport will do that. Yeah. I've you know maybe that's the, what Goody needs to do. Yeah, I feel throw like his hair out. The guy, need, the guy needs something. He because he he need he deserves a chance. Yeah. No, I I. Uh... Ben and I talked about it. Um, probably the most surprising selection was probably Devoto for yeah. the backs, really, because you know Robson didn't, has looked pretty good for the Wasps, so I can't really. There was a plethora of scrum halves that Eddie Jones could have picked. Cares probably the best number two, yeah. <laughs> but um, Devoto was definitely a big shock for me because, and I and I thought that should have been good, and you know, yeah, but whatever. I but he, Devoto's been sent home along along with the rest of that. That true that uh, ten list of ten guys. Um, I'll just read them out real quick. Uh, Dan Cole, Ben Earl, Ben Moon, Brad Shields, obviously Jack Singleton, Joe Kakamasinga, Ollie Devoto, Jonathan Joseph, Ben Teo, Ollie Thorley. Um, Teo also has an injury, I believe. That's part of the reason. Yeah, why he's so it looks home. like um, Manu Tuilagi. I wonder what part of England he's from. Um, <laughs> is, is, the one uh, that's in the south. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he is is looks like he's in line for his first Six Nation start in six years. That's Say that six times fast, yeah. right? Uh, which is ex- I think it's exciting. Um, the guy's played a lot for England. He went on a Lions tour. He's a battering ram. Yeah, yeah. But he's missed out on a lot of rugby over mm-hmm. the years. So it's you know against a very good Ireland team. They're gonna want him. Well, be interesting to see him and Bundyaki go toe to toe. Yeah, those two. I, when I was in Ireland last year, I asked where where 
in Ireland, Bundy Hackey's from. And they said, oh, oh, the part of Ireland where you get sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I like that one. Yeah. Oh, anyway. man. Uh, so he'll partner Henry Slade. That'll be um, everybody. So we talked about, had, had a conversation about it. I think Slade is in great form and he has quietly earned his spot in that team for sure. Yeah. You know, he, do, he doesn't, he is not a flash in the pan. Doesn't do anything flashy either, but very consistent, very reliable. I'm very interested to see uh, how that that 10, 12, 13 plays out. Yeah, because they that there are so many options that that right. you could go with. And I saw that that trending a lot on Twitter today. As far as okay, do Who you there? do you put Faz at 12 with Tulagi at 13? Do you do you bring Tulagi into 12 and play something like Slade or even maybe Daly at 13? Right. With with Farrell at ten. Well, if da- the 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 thought is if Daly plays thirteen, then he'll probably be making way for Mike Brown at fullback. So I, not that, I, not that I, I think that's bad, but I think that's great. I I, I, I don't know. No I don't know what I really don't know what Mike Brown did in terms of extreme nonsense to lose his yeah. place. Really, yeah. I mean, I think this is Eddie Jones just getting cute and. Sometimes he gets I cute for see, cute's you know, sake. He's a he's a complex character, Eddie Jones. I think know? he's smelling himself a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, with the Noel thing, I think that's uh, pretty. Yeah. What was? The, where did that come from? I don't know. And then Austin Healy being, oh, I, I was, I predicted the future. Austin Healy, can I? If I ever meet you, I'm, I'm gonna shake your hand because you're, uh, you know, you're a well-known player. Then I'm gonna slap you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He comes out with some outrageous statements. Yeah, he does. I know. Eddie Eddie Jones has been saying some interesting things. He um wasn't afraid to say that he's what, spied in the past something like that something like that, something like well, that. well because of the big... um was it leeds sounds, sounds like leeds the patriots united. well see, <laughs> leeds united got nabbed for yeah 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 recently training. in the in the in the championship or something yeah like. yeah so we'll see what kind of repercussions come of that and i'm sure that's going to be lead to everybody in sports yeah. that pendulum swinging one way and overreacting to it and then whoops it'll come back to the middle eventually but There'll be some sort of overreaction, as we as we as we well know. Um, so let's well, might as well talk about the opponents yeah. of England. Um, oh yeah, there's five other teams, right? Yeah, there is. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, we that's... we favor we favor the English on this podcast only because Ben and I both play Premiership Fantasy and Champions Cup Fantasy. We're both Saracens fans as well, so that's yeah. gonna kind of lean us towards England a lot and getting into the English. It's the players we're most familiar with, yeah. so it it just makes it that much more natural to, to pay Absolutely. the most attention to them. Right. Plus, so. they're exciting to watch. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come well, on. Not... <laughs> Carry them home. Uh, <laughs> well, according to John Mitchell, uh, Ireland are boring. Or we'll put it... Put the, and it uh, that's a good point. That was that, that was that headline this week, is that Ireland's going to try and bore England. Because, you know, you have Johnny Sexton, who's a, a tactical playmaker and a great kicker. Right. And then also... Um, uh, Connor Murray. Yeah, Connor Murray can kick, which sometimes whenever I see him lining up on the team, I'm always shocked, but he can he puts yeah. him away. Yeah, and he's his his box kicking's up there with the best in the world too. But so Ireland yeah. really have come on as far as um and we, we talked about it before, but but more creative attack in recent years. Yeah. Which is why they've I think that's really what's put them over the edge as far as they're a top tier team to becoming the the number one a team. Threat, that's a why they to beat the All Blacks. The All Blacks. That's the why they, yeah. you know, are are winning <laughs> against England more often than not recently. It seems it's because Agreed. they're 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 not just boring teams to death. They can. They still can. They did they that to New Zealand. Can. Yeah, they smashed the hell out of New Zealand, but it did the job. Right. <laughs> so they they can they 
they can win in, in multiple ways now, and that's uh, that's going to give them the edge, I think. Oh, they have uh, Jacob Stockdale, right? He's he's on fire. He's, that, he's you know that kid is incredible. Yeah, yeah. My God, Champions what? Cup. He was in he was in good form. He's still in good form for his club. Obviously, last year in this competition, he lit he lit the whole thing on fire by scoring. And I think he scored in every game. Yeah, I I, I don't know the stat, but I remember watching him score a try against Italy in Chicago this fall. Yeah, where he I think chipped over the winger and he's he's good he's good at that. Ran past the whole team. He's shown he's pretty good at that. <laughs> so yeah, Ireland they're 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 exciting. They're um, you know yeah I, I remember the days of you know it would be a nightmare to go to Dublin. It still is. The Aviva Stadium's one hell of a place to be. Yeah, um, place to win. But you look back at that, you know, there's a, a long time ago. Well, not that long time ago, but I think you know mid two thousands or whatever. England went to Cork Park. Which is a traditionally a Gaelic sport. Yeah, uh, you know they hate English sports there, and 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 um, in Cork Park, the, the the history is that you know in the nineteen early nineteen hundreds, the English army came in during a live uh, Gaelic yeah. football or hurling match, and they ended up killing, oh, including a couple that's players. Not great. <laughs> uh, during a yeah, so there's there's all this history in Cork Park. So Ireland's always been in Dublin, especially has been just a very very tough place to go and play for the English because they really just they don't like them. Well, from, no. from England's perspective, though, I'm I'm really glad for for Ireland's uh, policy about you have to play in Ireland to be on the national squad because I mean Stockdale's dangerous enough. They added Zebo to that mix too. Yeah, Look yeah, out. exactly. And yeah. the form he has in uh, yeah. the top fourteen. Yeah, so yeah, he's uh, he's lighting the world on fire for right. rousing big time. So I, uh, I'm, I, I mean, we enjoyed watching him in the Champions Cup the last couple of weeks yep. of the of the pool play, and yeah, I think he potted three or four in two games. In, yeah. in two games, I'm just seriously disappointed that he's not in this, just right. for the the spectacle of it. Right. Yep. I, I, uh, I, I understand Ireland's policy because they want to keep as many players around as possible, but you're you're probably not wrong in the fact that Zebo probably should be in the squad. It doesn't say that he can't be picked. It's just that you're very unlikely to be picked. When you don't play for one of the four provinces, it happened to Ian Madigan. He basically got outcast when he moved out of um, when he moved away from Leinster. Hasn't seen the Irish team since. He plays yeah. for Bristol now, but you know, I I think Joey Carberry's better than him. I do. I don't disagree. You know, I think there's been a pool of talent that's come through, and Carberry's one of them. That is just you know, Madigan's good and all, but he's. I think ever since they Absolutely. they caught him crying at the end. You know that iconic video of him clapping at the yeah. end of one of their, I think it was a World Cup match. Yep, I remember that. Uh, from last year. I last think time, yeah. they wanted to distance themselves, but nothing wrong with showing a little emotion. What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're not supposed to show emotion. You're Irish, <laughs> except for anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only emotion they're allowed to show. Maybe. Um, but w- there was a recent an, an injury to the Irish. One of the forwards. Now I'm I'm blanking. Uh, I don't know. Gonna... I happen. I didn't happen to see it, but yeah, I hadn't heard that. Um, or at least it was a race against the clock. I know is, is Sean O'Brien might still be out. Yeah, but I don't think that's as big of an injury. Peter Mahoney is he still? He think, should be okay. He should be okay. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see. Uh, wait, Tig Furlong. Mm, yep. That's always tough to say. <laughs> Tig. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's a monster in the scrum. Yes, he is. You know, watching that guy. Plays just it's scary. I wouldn't want to ever. Oh, Henderson. Yeah, yeah, Ian Henderson. Yeah, he's a he'll be a big he'll be a big miss if they don't have him. Right. That's right. I do remember that because he didn't play. He came. Yeah, he came he, off the he, last Ulster game injured. Right. That's what it was. Yeah, he got hurt in the Champions Cup. And... Yep. 
That was uh, that's a that's a big scare. Yes. I mean, they do have Tyke Byrne, uh, Jack Ryan, uh, Toner. Uh, Toner's not a- anybody I write home about, but he's not bad either. So he's experienced. Yeah, and he's, right. tall. he's got that. He, well, he runs. The... Well, they talked about it. He runs the lineup pretty well, apparently. Yeah. So right. if you don't have that or anybody that can do that, then you have to rely on him to do it. Right, cause... and he's solid on defense, so it's not as though you're. He's like six ten. He better be solid. Exactly. So it's not he can fit into what Ireland's trying to do. He's not going to yeah. be a. He's not going to be everything that Henderson no, is. He won't be a world if, he, if he has to to fill in, but but yeah. he'll be he'll be fine. I'd be I'd be interested to see like a, a Ryan Henderson second row pairing. I don't think Schmidt will do it, but if it if it were to happen, I'd be interested to see it because. I think, as far as pure players go, they're probably the two best locks that Ireland have, and I and I really both, I enjoy watching the both of them because they both work their socks off, take a t- take a ton of carries, mm-hmm. and make a boatload of tackles. What else are you going to ask from a type five player, really? You know, like and especially at the at the as effective as they are with those, you know, they they don't just make soak tackles like our buddy George Cruz likes to. Has even come out to admit that he kind of makes soak tackles, but yeah. that's okay. But they don't. They they come out and they stick it. They stick it right to you and put you down. So yeah. it's I, I I like watching the two of those guys play for sure. But to James's point, I want to get back to the front row because yeah, why well, would I not you be do. excited about talking of about a front you row? Grumpy old prop. I'm glad I'm sitting down here. Otherwise, it would be pretty evident how excited I am to talk about it. But but I really like Ireland's front row. Like yeah, you mentioned it's and Furlong is great. Um. Healy, McGrath, yeah. and then you you know you have their, their hookers. You Rory have Best, Best and and even um, Cronin. Uh, Sean Cronin coming yeah. up too. Like, yeah. It's I tell you, it's interesting in the in the how the game has evolved. <clears throat> excuse me, is that um, you know you, your your front row will completely change out by at least the 60th minute, if not maybe a bit earlier. Unless your name's Macovitopola. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's very few who can do more than that. You yes. know, so it's it's to have a complete you know replacement of front row that can essentially are as good as the starters is you know that i think that it's key how much they you know the game has changed i think you know not too long ago you'd have guys that would either they'll play the full match uh and just you'd kind of just deal with them getting tired mm-hmm. and maybe you change out a couple guys here a couple locks here and there but now it's you know that whole scrum almost changes by the time you get to that well, 60 you minute. five forward split on your bench most times so and if not sometimes they go six mm. you know and just deal with like a halfback replacement and some random back that you know is versatile that's basically what, what a lot of guys will do especially at club level yeah but this is looking like you know people like Keen healy rory best devin donor some of the elder statesmen i suppose this is probably their last six nations maybe maybe Cer- you know yeah, well it's last... a world cup year you know, you're either thinking yeah. about retirement after World Cup, or you're thinking about shopping yourself out to France. <laughs> yeah, where, where the money is, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or you're going for a stint in Japan because you know why not experience that well, that the, wild and wacky culture? Well, apparently their their rugby is like less demanding in terms of how many matches they play a year. So, oh yeah, I guess the training's brutal though. That's what that's what the, I've heard. It's on. it's quick. I mean, just those they they zip that ball around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But, you know, if, I mean, look at the guys that, and not to get off topic, but some of the, you know, Dan Carter and uh, Adam Ashley Cooper have gone right. there and played, and, and Matt Gitto, several seasons of Japanese rugby and have, and are still fighting fit. Yeah. Um, Adam Ashley Cooper just 
You, signed a new deal yeah, with so with the Waratahs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I had heard you might, but I didn't know where the club maybe it's be. maybe there's something in the water. Yeah, out there. could be. I well, we'll I guess we'll find out in uh, in September <laughs> when yeah. uh, when everybody when everybody kicks off. Yeah, but I was I was just about to ask that same question though. Is this Rory Best's last? Six I'd nations. say it's Bestie's last. I think, yeah, I think, I think it's got to be. I can't. I can't remember what a war horse because you just been. can't. I mean, he's not what he used to be anyway. Which is, I mean, he's thirty six. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. But he's just not. I can't imagine that the toll it's taking on his body makes it worth it for him. He could do it. He could still do it for another two years and still be selected. It maybe not be the starter. Maybe not be captain. What have you? Yeah. But he could still be on the squad but i don't know that mm-hmm. i don't know that he's that kind of guy right. that's gonna just yeah stay stay out there because he can he's a he's a you know he's a he's a he's a figurehead he's he's a leader someone i think you know if you're on that irish team you want to you follow him to the ends of the earth so yeah, a lot of those guys would too uh yeah. you know and, and, and i don't know and i probably would I, too. I, yeah, I think i would right? too <laughs> he seems like a, it, it's just there's someone about him um so it, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see i think Going into the Six Nations, Ireland's Ireland's clearly the favorite, but I think the way in which so many other countries are competing right now, especially obviously England, but Scotland, uh, yeah. it's going to be Scotland who's also saying they're 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 trying to win the whole thing. Right, I think it's a little premature for them, but uh, maybe. But y- 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 you know, it th- there should be a tie for Scotland to 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 win this whole thing. I, th- I think there I think there will be, and we'll get why don't we get into the Scottish team now. Um, is is depth an issue for Scotland right now? Because they just had a couple of injuries get hit. They called in an academy, I think an academy player, youngin, to backfill the squad. I'm sure they'll eventually cut him, much the same Eddie Jones did with um, his players that he just recently cut. But I mean, their first line players, it's yeah. really hard to beat them. It really is. But it's the guys that come in at the end of the game. You know, you're talking about making seven, eight subs. Does the how big is the drop off with the Scottish team? Is it not? Is it shallow enough that they can hold on to matches that they're winning? And do they have enough quality to maybe come back if they need a if they need to nick a pen or a try late to win it? I, I, I mean, we obviously we love Hog and Finn Russell does things with the ball that yeah. don't belong in the game, but somehow he still makes them work. Yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> The question is, I I think you know what they have. Italy is their first first game. Uh, I think the what, what, that that Friday, at the, the early game Saturday, it's the, I think. or yeah, or whatever it is. Yep. I think um, I think they're lucky with that. Probably, yeah. you know, because they they could put a few tries on board and then probably take the foot off the pedal. Just a bit of a training match. Yeah, Get work on their um, systems. Work on their exactly. So we'll you know that's a that's a really good question. I don't to be honest, I'm not. Don't know enough about the Scottish team right. except for the the big names. Um, you know, I I, I want to see them succeed. I think Connor O'Shea's uh, he's interesting. Uh, no, is that Connor O'Shea's not their coach? Is he? No, that's Italy's, Italy's coach. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you're thinking Townsend. That's it, Gregor Townsend. Uh, I think he's also a good coach too. So I I don't right. know. Sc- Scotland have a they have a good chance. I think they um I don't know their schedule, but I think they could definitely take. The poor old French. They are. They are going to have to come go to Twickenham. That'll be the. That'll be the. That'll be the litmus test probably to see at least where they are. Maybe it's not going to be like what wins them the, the tournament. It'll be a. It'll be a litmus test to see where they are 
and what they might do in Japan in the fall. Yeah, I think that's what really uh, I think Scotland should, and I think they are focused on on the World Cup more so that like this should be like kind of a yeah. training run for them. Well, and I thought I think they should have been in the semifinal this lot uh, in 2015. I think they got well, a lot hosed. of people say they got robbed. They got hosed. I really I I look at it and I'm because I, I scratched my head and I was a little bit un, I was yeah. a little bit under the. Uh, influence and i still <laughs> said that call was bad and i was just like wait a minute that did look right no <laughs> how'd that happen but i think for scotland and and going back to what we were just talking about and i'm not saying this just because again i'm a front row i focus on that but mm-hmm. when it becomes when it goes late into the match against an england yeah. or an ireland yeah. and you've got you know fresh leg lions out there for the other squad yeah as your front row thought. <laughs> against your guys who are, I mean, they're, they're not bad. They're just not that quality. Right. Yeah. That's going to, that's going to show. And that's going to be what, that's going to be the difference. I, I, I firmly believe, and yep. I hope it happens now, but I mean, firmly believe that I could see that like, even if it's a close match, they just give up a, a scrum penalty in, in a bad situation because ultimately the, you know, even the backups for, for those other squads, yeah, are, yeah. are going to be are outclassing them. Yeah, I don't think we do the Scottish front row justice without talking about WP Nell and the uh, through the legs pass he had in his <laughs> last Champions Cup match for Edinburgh. I was like, that was not advised, but yeah, coming from a prop, it looks pretty fun to do. I mean, it's a, it's modern day rugby now. These guys, but you know, back in the day, props were just yeah, just giving the ball and smash it up, you right. know, <laughs> right yeah. up the up the guts. Now these guys all got nice. Now, nice now everybody's hands. got yeah. There's no excuse for a prop to. To have dick hands, like, <laughs> technical term. Like, yeah, that is the technical term. Like, I and I know they do. Write that down for you at home. But I, you know, they're on the field too. They should be able to handle the ball. It doesn't take that much work. Just right. you know, throw it around with your friends. Don't kick it. That's the problem. Props like to get yeah, that ball. Yeah, I don't understand kick it that. In training, and it's like, stop doing that. That you never, you shouldn't do that. You, do it in training just to have a laugh. Don't do right. it in the game, you dope. Right. Now, at this point, you should be able to catch and pass and all that because that's where the value is. We've, we've talked a couple of weeks ago about them devaluing the set pieces in certain ways as far as you know being pure power and, and, and all right. that more towards technique and, and speed getting in and out of the, the set pieces yep. and into open play. So props that, that can't do stuff like that shouldn't be playing at that level. No, probably like if not. You, you know, you have like an you know Adam Jones, who love him as a as a scrummager, love him as as, as a coach now for as a, yeah. I think he can do great things, but him saying yeah, don't give me the ball. I want to rock forty times a game. Yeah, that, that's out of his skull. It's, it's not that. <laughs> that's game why. Anymore. That's why I got the. ball. That's why I played rugby. I wanted the damn ball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real about this. And any we've had, any we've big had teammates. guy. We've had teammates even at our our level who have probably been decent front row players outside of the fact that they cannot catch the ball yeah and so it's just, just like, well, now away. you can't play way. <laughs> yeah you get yeah. benched i still think uh you know i'd take tommy seymour and, and Stuart hogg for both two players that are um and looking ahead to fantasy i suppose to guys having on the uh, on your fantasy yeah. team because mm-hmm. going up against italy poor guys i you know they're gonna put a couple tries past right. them for sure maybe you know one each uh definitely i mean just the speed Stuart Hogg is a magician. Yeah, he's an absolute magician. Among other things, (laughs) you know, when I yeah, when I I remember when he was first brought into the 2013 Lions squad, and I was, you always have your reserves over the Scottish players because you know they've never been as good 
as the other home countries. Right. But he's evolved into, I'd say, you know, one of the best fullbacks in oh, the world. Yeah, yeah. Hard to argue that by so. far. Let's um. Let's start talking about... fantasy. What's up? We also have to mention uh, Johnny Gray as just his tackle machine. Tackle machine. Yeah. And that's going to get you a tackle, shit ton of tackle points. Tackle rinse repeat. Tackle rinse repeat. Yeah. And yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll more a little to, bit later. Yeah, too. we'll get to our squads later. Um, let's talk about Scotland's first opponents, Italy. Um, well, it's, well, it's, well, it's it's hard to it's hard to expound on them, but I do have one thought, and that's Benetton is second in their conference in the Pro 14. And I got to believe that that's got something to do with the fact that they only have three or four players playing outside of Italy that have been picked for this squad. Um, mm. uh, trying to think of the the ones that have been picked. Um, Probably Sergio Parise is definitely one. Um, Campanaro well, is, in, is, in, is in the team as well. And there's one, I think there's one more, and I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. Pledri probably would be in the squad if he, he was healthy. He absolutely so, would be in the squad you know, if he was healthy. That, 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 maybe that's the third or fourth I'm thinking of. But, you know... Um, Ian McKinley, the their fly, probably their de facto starting fly half at this point. Really, uh, the 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 eye man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to call him, which is terrible. But yeah, the I mean, guy it's impressive. That ro- he rocks the Rex specs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, he people towered him for Sexton level play when he was first coming up in Ireland, but obviously the eye injury was just something that just takes it. It's going to take its toll. There's no no question about it. You can't do it. There's nothing to be done about it. Unfortunately. But well, he won't. See, he'll start over Tommaso Allen, um, who I think is a, a decent player. I yeah. do too, as well. I, I, For home homegrown Italian rugby. Well, I mean, I, you got to think Connor O'Shea might have a little bit of might have a little favoritism to, yeah. towards one of his countrymen. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, oh, he, he's not from Wee Dublin in uh, <laughs> <laughs> in Rome or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, I. I Hey, I give the kid. You got to give the kid credit in either case. Like, yeah, he's got Benetton playing pretty good stuff, and he's got Italy not being. They'll probably still be the wooden spoon. Let's be real about this, but they're no longer the conversation piece of. Oh, Georgia should be in the. Six I know, nations. and they and that was good because Italy proved everyone wrong this uh, this fall, right? Where they beat when yep. they beat Georgia, yeah, and that would that needed to be done. That I hope that lays that to rest because Georgia obviously they're up and coming rugby. Nation, they good, they play good stuff. They do. It, not it's to a, the same those level. are some big. They all look alike. Big scary looking, yes, they do. balding <laughs> like gentlemen. Gorgonzo, yeah, is obviously a monster. But um, potato head looking men, and uh, <laughs> but uh, Italy. I mean, you know, they there's only so much you can take. So I'm glad that they they laid that to rest. Right. Uh, I think um, I heard somewhere, read somewhere that this will be Sergio Parise's last Six Nations. Uh, and I think obviously he's going to play as well. He's like forty. I th- how long has that guy played for? He's been. He's, I mean, he, he's, he's thirty five. He's thirty five. He's only thirty five. I don't believe that. And for the a only second. thing that's changed is, is the hair on his head. <laughs> he's, his hair has he disappeared, but he is literally the man has not looked like he's aged. And I feel like I, he he's was he's basically you know been playing went to like the like two thousand three World Cup, which I'm sure he didn't. But uh, no, he definitely didn't. I, my, my math is probably. Off, but good. that's okay. Yeah, he definitely was at the 07 World Cup. Yeah, he definitely was. Um, but the fact that this guy at number eight is still dominating that position. He's still, he's, I mean, it's not somebody that you blink when somebody says, "Oh, Sergio Prize has been picked." You don't go, "Oh, why?" He's still like, "Oh yeah, duh." De facto <laughs> Italian captain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even if he's not, he definitely is somebody that they all look to and say, "Oh, uh, Sergio, what do we do?" Oh, okay, we go that way. Cool. 
I follow you. <laughs> it's like when um, the two Bergomasco brothers, if you remember them, yeah, yeah, those guys played for years. Yes, they did, and and that was just shocking with their just locks of ridiculous hair. And then, then I think <laughs> at, at one point, one of the the two played for that pro rugby that. They did. lasted they, for a one the yeah. one season pro one rugby season. that was here of Sacramento I think yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, uh, tell me about it. But if you look at if you look at Italy's squad, they only have like a handful of players who are over 30. There might so, be there might be 6 or 7. Okay, so overall. Con- maybe so, Connor O'Shea's thinking more towards the fall than he is right now, but you know, at the well, same I'm all, time. I'm also thinking that they're not only is it good that they're still in this competition, but I'm hoping that this bodes well for the future for them. I'm sure. As far as they've got a lot of guys who are young, they're, you know, they're, they're 25, 26, who could play for another six or seven years if, they're, if, if they, right. they you know, hold true and, yep. and, again, don't get replaced. But if, if this works out for them, then not only could they remain in Six Nations, but maybe they're building towards something that's you know, more competitive in Six Nations again. Yeah, I'm, I mean... It's uh, it's a good thing, and we've talked about this. It's a, it's a good thing when certain teams like Scotland and England are doing well in rugby in general, because if they're on the low end and there's only, there's such a huge gap between them and the rest, it you know rugby's just not as enjoyable. It no. really isn't. You know to just see teams like Scotland and Italy for years get absolutely thrashed yeah. was just yeah, it was not a fun thing to watch. I mean, if it's your team, of course you enjoy watching try after try getting run over. Even that gets boring after a little while. So. <laughs> It's a good thing to see Italy at least fight, giving a, a team a fight, making teams earn it. I, I hope they, I think they have a good chance against France. Um, I, I'd love to see that. You know, and that would be, that would be pretty exciting to see. I mean, it would be devastating for French rugby because yet another loss heaped on them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be funny for the rest of us. So many people hate the French. I don't, <laughs> I don't mind them. You know, they, they're, they're good people. I, you know. Good people is okay, but well, sort of. some of their rugby is just annoying as hell. Listen, I went to France on a school trip uh, when I was, like, 13, and I, like, w- was exposed to, like, everything bad, but, like, good. <laughs> and, like, so, like, you know, dirty French porn that was sold in every store. <laughs> Uh, like, uh, we could buy like little pocket knives there on the school trips. They don't let you do that here anymore. That's for sure. And, uh, firecrackers were, were sold basically like you could buy them at grocery stores. And I was just like, remembering at that age, I was like, France is incredible. (laughs) Like like, this is the best place on earth. I'd never want to leave. The women could shave their armpits, but that. But we need to take a trip to France there. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I, I have nothing, nothing against French. Um, I, I, I do love French people. It's more that uh, rugby wise, they piss me off. So the referees piss me off a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jared and I have talked to we've had, about we've had that extensive conversations about that. Uh, may I a world zitrai? It's more of a what? Oh yeah, he did something at the back of that that ruck. Uh, whatever, play on. <laughs> but but we should have had a penalty. Yeah, that just play on. It's like what the fuck? So I, I you know be I, consistent, I, you it's, stupid. It's what makes them great as people. Just eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's what it makes is. them shit at, at at refereeing first off, yeah. and, and, it, and it annoys me when I watch them play actually play rugby they used to have this french flair that has i think it's starting to come back with um uh what's his baptiste saran the the scrum half who that guy 
I said Stuart Hogg's a magician. This guy is an illusionist. I remember that guy, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. He can do things with that ball that are just behind-the-back passes, no-look passes, and he's t- he looks tiny on the television. Yeah, he does. He kicks as well. He's, pretty, he's a pretty good kicker. Yeah, kind of a French tradition to have a scrum half kick. Yeah, Morgan Parra. I think I saw him his name on the list, but he I don't... Is, he is on there. I kid that guy. Also, for a sport, of, you know, of just getting your body smashed to pieces, they're, they're, you know, guys on these teams that I cannot believe are still playing. Still, yeah. still, still running. Parra's come out and said that France do need to take a more team-first mentality and... Sounds like he wants to be the guy that people run their heads through the walls for. Because, I mean, if you're going to pick one, personally for me, Bastereau's not the guy I'm running my head through a wall for. It's no. probably more para than him. Yeah, I, you know, it's, and, and I, I think that's, I don't know where that comes from, unfortunately. I think he's, I've obviously seen some videos of him saying inappropriate things during games uh, <laughs> that, you know, shouldn't, sh- there's no place for rugby for things like that. Um, so, but yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really know. If, what Bastro is like if you know I always follow the Australian players that are over in Toulon they seem to love him to death and but I, I I think there's a it's it's fallen a long ways from when they had the enforcer Chabal mm-hmm. to Bastro is this there's a difference because Chabal I think was much more like he would turn around if if you didn't if he you didn't like the way you made a tackle or you didn't hit that rock hard enough you had to deal with him. Yeah, Whereas, that's not somebody I'm dealing with. That's for sure. Right, because you're like, okay, yeah, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do better. Right. I'll do better. I'll do better. I'll do better, boss. This will this will But with Bastaro, he just he just seems like a fat load. Unfortunately, he doesn't seem like the guy who's doing the things the right way. He just seems like he's overly aggressive. He he rem, he reminds me of somebody who Americans who who look would love ten like five years ago, six years ago. Tolkien would have loved that asshole. Yeah. As far as probably. oh, he goes out and smashes somebody. That's what we need. It's like no, we don't need somebody who just goes yeah. and smashes somebody. We need to to go out to have somebody who can smash somebody, but knows when to take a step and hit a gap instead of he yeah. he he was man of the match I think against England. Last Six Nations, where yeah, he has the, his games. He's, he has his. He, you're right. He has those games. Yeah. And if you're if you if it's one of those nights at the Stade de France and they get that Allez les Bleu chant going, that stadium is like nothing oh, else. It's on fire. Mm-hmm. You know, you got that little those those horns that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll always have yeah, that going. Yeah, There's like something that. about it though that I I've never been, but I've been told just the atmosphere is electric. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it for you know, a second. Fran- France, England, Le, Le Crunch, uh, as they <laughs> call it, yes, uh, is, is apparently unlike anything else. Yeah, um, I believe it. I also, you know, it's unfortunate to see Teddy Thomas not in the squad because I think of injury. Yeah. The guy has had yeah, yeah. an incredible season. Um, uh, Gael yeah. Ficou's been playing pretty well yeah. for Stade Francais. Yeah, yeah, uh, Wesley Fofana, I think he this came out and said, he said, he, he, he very... I thought this was interesting. He said, um, this is going to be my last you know, uh, season for the international team or just overall for rugby, uh, and I will play, I'll play at the World Cup, basically, is what he said. <laughs> so you're He's like, after the, getting He picked. goes, after the World Cup, I'll retire. <laughs> basically saying, I'm going to play. <laughs> you better be sure of that, dude. Yeah. So. Um, what about uh, the young prodigy, Intimac? 
je ne sais, je ne sais quoi, je ne sais yeah. pas. Yeah, right. I don't know enough uh, about. I mean, he, well, I mean, I I saw his name pop up. Yeah. Um, initially this season, and I said, "Hold on a second, that can't be the same guy." No, it's <laughs> no. not. It's his dad. We talked. Ben, and I talked. Had a conversation about this already, but man, that was just like, "You've got to be kidding me!" That's his effing kid. I was just like, "Oh, he's oh, like, what, he, the, the, he plays for Toulouse." Yes, he does. Wow. Yeah. He's part of that resurgence. That, and then, that yeah, right? Toulouse. Toulouse was a rugby powerhouse uh, 10 years ago. And now they've just, you know, they've they died off. And now they've just really. I think if I think if Toulouse are doing well, both in Europe and in top 14, then the French team should be at least somewhat formidable. Because that's that's where a lot of their players used to traditionally come from, along with uh, Claremont. Claremont's having a rough, rough year, mm-hmm. but, you know. Other than it's just those are the teams that I think of when I think French rugby. Certainly, the first two off the top of my head are Toulouse and Claremont. So if and Toulouse like had had a nice rough patch where they tried to go the Toulon route and buy a lot of players and it just it didn't really work yeah, out. The Galacticos, uh, Dusatois obviously has been out of the game for a while, but they leaned on him for probably a little too long when even when he was around. So it's um it's good to see Toulouse kind of leading the way in the to get away from the way French rugby has gone with the whole mercenary thing. I mean, Montpellier had, what, five French players in it the other week? That was it? As a start In the starting right. lineup of 15 guys? I was like, yo, that's wow. not really great. Uh, that's not a good thing for, for French rugby. So, But a team like Toulouse obviously has a ton of them. So. Yeah, well, uh, Picamoles is playing for Montpellier. Yeah. He, um, just, just doing a little Beastman. research, he's only made, since 2017, since he joined from Northampton, 12 appearances. Uh, and I, that's much. probably due to injury, injury. Yeah, I'd say it's probably due to injury, but still, it's just a rough look for, for you know, them to have And he, he's always been one of the most formidable number eights in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he made a huge impact when he moved to Northampton. Yeah, and he was the only good thing out of that French team uh, during that New Zealand-France, what was it, semifinal in the 2015 World yeah. Cup? Oh, tw- yeah. Where they just, yeah, yeah, yeah. France just got final, I think, smashed yeah, by the All Blacks, but Pickamoles was the only... Shining star of that team. Yeah, remember that. Remember that quite well. Um, let's, uh, I'm let's... looking to see uh, Ramos too. I think uh, I'm excited to see what, what, yeah. what he brings to the table. Yeah, he's definitely going to be the the second banana to to Camille Lopez, more than likely. But I think when he comes on, he's going to have an impact. Let's um, let's look at uh, their opponents. Uh, Wales. Wales. Um, Ben, I, ben knows I'm not necessarily. A, I'm with the rest of the world. I'm not necessarily a fan of Warren Ball, as it's called. Uh, I am so tired of him. Yeah. Why can't he just go away? <laughs> He's going soon, thank God. But we got to deal with him until and, after the World And Cup. I can't, like, take it. I mean, maybe if it's, like, a, 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 a league club that will take him on. But if any international team brings him on board, or the, the All Blacks consider bringing him on board, they I think. They did. I don't think he's, he's going to be it, thank God, but. I just uh, he just he gets way too much credit than yeah, he deserves. Yeah, I don't like I don't like him. Welsh rugby is average at best. No, yeah, well that's I'm it's, they're not as good as they should be. Exactly, it's really what it comes down to. Yep. They they have a shit ton of talent. Like just looking through their roster, and I, I, I'm thinking, why you know we're talking about Ireland and England, mm-hmm. and we're talking about France and Scotland maybe jumping up and 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 showing some life. Wales should be right up for for talent yeah. for talent. Certainly yeah. with England, they should be right next to them. Yeah, and they're not. I see. I mean, we see the names that are on this list. We talked about a guy. We talked about him the other week. 
I'm glad to see him in there. Tommy Young. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. That, that, that's great. That, I'm, I'm, yeah, that does me heart good to see him in there. Um, I obviously our boy Liam Liam Williams is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, probably NJ Willis. Sanjay Willis. That's his Twitter. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It always confuses the hell out of me. I'm like, Sanjay Willis? Who the fuck is Sanjay Willis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did that right. on purpose, so let's be real. Right. <laughs> um, I, God, I call him Beekert. He looks like, he looks like <laughs> Beekert from Sesame Street. Yeah. I think, um, well, it'll be interesting to see who they start at 10. Either Gareth Anscombe. Um, or Bigger. Yeah, or Dan Bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Gareth Anscombe, I think, played... 10 during the autumn internationals he did, and they and they really liked him there he and was, they liked him there and he, he he played pretty well he looked like he he had he had a little bit a bit of something extra to go with that yeah Bigger's more of a not unlike sexton in the tactical you know play but i just don't think he has that extra bit of flair that sexton does so yeah that's what they're looking he for was you know stuff. he was a um an example of a you know a new zealand player that just i think was wasn't reaching the full potential especially with that talent pool they have over there um with the barretts ahead of him yeah and that's probably why you know i think whoever in his family's welsh why he came over yeah played for he plays for cardiff i think or yep yeah plays for cardiff so he's good he he he's he's a talented player hadley parks another kiwi now welshman i suppose yeah no you look he's He's, pretty good he he's i think he's very excited about starting uh you know at center He's a big, big unit is, as well. He is a unit. So, he and, yeah, he and Davies would be a fun, fun pairing to see. Right yeah, there. Jonathan Davies is. I think he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it looks so like he should be okay. That, that, he's still a world class center. Yeah. Um, I think they might what? put Ken Owens at eight. <laughs> not if not <laughs> not if they have Ross Moriarty. If they have Moriarty and he's good to go, which I think he's going to be, I think I think they'll be okay. I don't know. I Owens, Owens put in a real good shift. He yeah. might be. Uh, no. Yeah, they had. They they did have kind of injury scare slash thoughts. Liam Williams was a scare, but he should be okay. Moriarty was a scare. He'll he'll be okay. Gareth Davies, um, their scrum half, he should be all right. Dan Bigger being another one. Lee Halfpenny is definitely gonna miss the first two weeks though. That's gotta be uh, that's hurting. Also, he's you know the guy can kick. I'll give him that. But I think he also has been he's been used a lot. He's been in the wars. Yeah, yeah. Maybe time um, for a rest for the big he's, guy. He's he's a very old thirty years old. Yeah, yeah he the guy's is. been like, yeah he's been injured so much head injuries. Yeah. we talk about guys who look like they're older. He doesn't look like he's older. No. He just has gotten the the shit kicked out of him over the years. Yeah, yeah. well, I feel, I do I feel bad for him because he's a he's a good player and I, and it showed I think in the Lions series you know even though that's reaching back a couple of years he didn't play as much as you know I think yeah he was expected to yeah Especially because there's just there's a bigger down. there's they're better players out yeah. there. Um, uh, it's good. It's great to see Alan Wynn Jones, of course, leading that team. He is, you know, yeah. clearly is just an incredible captain, incredible leader. Yep. You got to have respect for that guy. Uh, yeah. if not, talk you got to be scared of that guy. And talk about a player that you run you run the wall, run through a wall for. So we talk about Lee Halfpenny being thirty years old, and that's kind of a surprise that he's that young based on how the mileage that's on his body. Right. Alan Wynn Jones is only thirty three, only thirty three, because he. You he, say only thirty three because you think he's like well and almost forty. You think he's pushing forty. Exactly, he's like just been he's been around exactly. forever. He's yep. been playing at that same level for forever. Oh yeah, he's been class for a long time. And you just figure like, okay, now this you know we're we're kind of hitting the back end of his career, but as a lock, he could probably play for another five or six years if he yeah, wanted. If he I mean, wanted to, depends on how much he wants to grind into it. But yeah, right. Oh. Yeah, um, 
who who else? Oh, Josh Navidi, the guy Navidi. with the dreadlocks. Yep. Yeah, is he also? I think he's also someone that grew up in New Zealand as yeah. well. I say, it what part be, of Wales did he so. come yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't I, think you're, I think you're right on that one. So, <laughs> I mean, but when you looked at the back row, and we talked about this with like, and I'm gonna, I love Tommy Young, so I'm gonna talk about him and you know. As his D, as it were, for you just a love bit him because he's Die Young's son. Oh God, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, but t- he's but he's good though, Tommy Young. He, I know, he Tommy, oh, he's great. He's he's, he's fantastic. But we we talked about it. Like, where does where if he was going to be English qualified or Welsh qualified, where does he fit in? He doesn't fit into the starting back row by any means. You have Tipperick, you have Moriarty, and you have Navidi at at the very least. So he's not going to fit into the starting back row by any means. Should he go on the bench? I think so. But yeah. you know. Uh, obviously, Falatau's out, so that I think that's what gave him a little bit of room to to really get, give him his opportunity. So I hope he makes the most of it because we saw a couple guys do that with England last year. Sam Underhill certainly made an impact. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's still such a huge miss for for England yeah, to let him to let he, him walk. Yeah, because especially if if you're looking and again we're bringing going back to that fucking idiotic idea, but. If you're talking about bringing Noel up to the flankers, and <laughs> and you're, oh, you have Young available for you, yeah, I mean, I think I think his dad was very much encouraging because it's not Young's yeah. Welsh, so I think he's no, I mean, it, I, I get it. I'm not saying you're going just, this. You're going this way, <laughs> right? I th- I think he's going to be great for for Wales long term. Yeah, and I I just think that's a huge miss for for England given what they need. So right. I, I I wish him well. I hope he does really well. Mm-hmm. Kind of stick in their eye. Yeah. All right. So let's. I'm a, we're gonna play a little game here. It's called "Who Would You Have Instead." <laughs> um, I'm sure many of you played this game when you were younger and in college, but we're, we're not there anymore. Ben and I are married. James, you have a nice you have a nice lady. Um, but the Eng, the England squad. Who would you not pick, and who would you have instead? I th- I don't think I don't think George Ford is that good. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. um, I I understand why. Eddie Jones wants him there because he's, <clears throat> I think he's a he, he's a, a decently tactical player, but he doesn't have that physical presence. Definitely not. There's I'll the conne- obviously that, that that northern connection between you know Farrell and and Ford. Yeah. You know, especially in, in the England squad, if you're from the north, they like to stick together because they play a lot of rugby league up north. Right. And the, the south are all the posh boys, um, but I think Danny Cipriani should should be in that squad, and I think. Danny Kerr should be in that squad. Uh, he just signed another a two-year extension, extension at, Quinn's, yep. at Harlequins, and I think you know he still is it, the second. That's second scrum half. That is, he he'll, he can come into that game and he can change the tempo. He can score a try That's and he far. can also kick as well. I've seen him several times kick a drop goal if there's a penalty advantage, and you know, and it's just it's just something he'll do, and it'll just completely swing the tempo of the game. Yep. No, uh, no, I think that's no yeah. That Other than that, the England squad, Ollie Devoto. I you know I still don't know enough about him. He plays for Exeter, right? Yeah, he's been on the fringe for year after year. Um, again, yep. yeah, Cipriani could have been put. He's another playmaker uh, that could have been put in there. And um, I don't know. Watching Joe Kokonasinga. Yeah. It's a mouthful. Yeah. This fall was incredibly impressive. Yeah he's, yeah. he's also a unit, too, especially on the wing. And going back to your point about Devoto, watching him play for Exeter, I don't see him making the plays that I would expect an international player to make, especially for England. Yeah. He, 
if if he's not dominant at that level, mm. then I'm not sure why he would get picked over someone like a good. I mean, I realize you know that you're shifting around people, but at the same yeah. time, if I'm going to have one of those players, if it's coming down to to Devoto at yeah. whatever position or good at whatever fucking position, yeah, because he can play anything, right? Yeah, he play, he'll, he'll play anything too. He doesn't care. Yeah, right. That's what I'm going with. I'm going with the guy who who just can dominate any game at any given point. Yeah. Whereas Devoto, you're just not going to see that from him. Mm, he'll he'll, he'll play a role, and maybe that's why he's on the squad, because they want a certain role. They have a certain role in mind for him. But from a, a talent perspective, and from a, you know, if it's late in the match against yeah. Ireland, and, you know, I'm good is still some, a threat, whereas on, yeah. Devoto is just a guy out there on the field with your, Probably, with your yeah. jersey on. Yeah, I, I think I'll agree with you that. And um, I'm not terribly, at the moment, I'm not terribly impressed with Genj. Ellis Genj. Yeah, he's less than impressive for me, um, but so whatever. I, I don't know that I would have him, but I also don't know that I would have Dan Cole, aside from the fact yeah. that he's been there for a while. It's, I, I, yeah, it would be relying on him. Yeah, Ellis Genj, who you always thought it was going to be this sort of, he, I mean, he is a force, but you're right, you haven't heard much about him, because in the England scene, you have guys like Kyle Sinclair now, who is just, that guy is a hybrid Forward. If he can, yeah, when he's on, he's yeah. the same thing as the, the other guys we're talking about. When, when, yeah, when Sinkler's on, he can do amazing things. Yeah, but then again, when he's he's he does have that hot and cold streak. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, um, this is the part where we talk about the ladies yes. for a little bit. Uh, ben Ben has so kindly done a little done a little um, segment for us with the lady with the ladies and women Six Nations. Um, not as popular, but Still worth the mention because the game doesn't grow without the women. So exactly, and and hopefully we can grow that a little bit more, and hopefully we can get the Six Nations Rugby uh, website to actually list the squads out the same way they do the men. That yeah, would, that would be yeah, pleasant. We we uh, we discovered that unfortunately uh-huh. recently, but there's real unfor- and and still unfortunately, to my mind, and I'll be watching the matches, so I'll have a report each week. There you go. But uh, there's really only three teams involved in this. And of them, only two have a chance at winning. And it's, it's going to come down to France and, and England. Um, Ireland is, is that third squad. Yeah. And I list them, okay. just as we talked about in previous weeks, and we talked about a little bit earlier, I, I, I hinted at it, with Ireland not, they had that defensive system down pat, but their offensive creativity just isn't there. Zero. And Ireland women are a little bit behind the men in terms of incorporating more creativity on attack. Okay. There are a lot more smash, 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 which <laughs> has, you know, that, that, that worked for a while, but now that other, these other teams are, are improving yeah. um, and, and their, uh, their, their structures are getting better. It, it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Now they've, they're moving away from that and towards that creativity, which could bode well for them, but I'm, I'm not ready to put them on, on that level with Same England scale. and France yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the English team are amazing. They've had a, a great success throughout the years. And um, the difference between them and France over the years, to me, has been, again, getting the French to play 15 as one. So they've had amazing talent Hell in France. Hell concept, right? Yeah, they've had amazing talent in France, but they they had a lot of uh, individual skill that they, they've uh, favored over uh, team play, Man. it seemed. Um, they've been putting that together, and now they've been fucking snotting everybody. So... France have so amazing to me it's going to come down to, to England versus 
uh, versus France. Right. Um, England, again, I'm not sure about what they're bringing to the table. They've had a, a couple of, of ladies retire recently. Uh, we uh, mentioned Clark, one we a couple had, weeks had, ago, Rocky had, Clark. Yeah, a little mention of Rocky Clark. Um, who, again, I'll bring up most capped uh, uh, woman in history and most capped England player, period, in history. Well, no small feat. So, yeah, as a prop. So, uh, again, good for her. <laughs> Enjoy the retirement. But, <laughs> but that, that doesn't, you know, that, that now they're bringing in uh, a new breed of players who uh, right. we'll, we'll see what they do. So I'm excited to see what this Six Nations brings to the table. It'll be on Flow Rugby, so womp, we'll have womp. at least decent access to it. For some of us. <laughs> I always, oh, I always hear, hear the name Emily Scarrett. Yes, on the England team. Oh, she's amazing. Uh, yeah, apparently I've seen her uh, sort of run circles around people. Yes, and because of the fact that they don't have the rosters online, I can't get. I, I yeah. she may be one of the players who's retired. Oh, I, really? I, I just can't remember. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, I tell you, I wish I knew enough about the the English women's rugby team. I just know it's always, yeah, them France yeah. in terms of, and, and then New Zealand, obviously, in terms right. of international. Right. And then the U.S., they're up there. They're, they're getting up the there, US yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're, well, yeah. they're definitely punching above their weight, which is um, pretty pretty cool to see, actually. Yeah. Yep. So the women's Six Nations will come down to those three teams, and it probably will just come down to, to England versus France as the winner. Italy and, and Wales and Scotland have a little bit of a ways to go. Yeah. Last I checked. So, so I'll be, you know, sounds like, like I said. 20 oh, years ago on the men's. Yeah, it's kind of sad, you know. I'll have a report each week as to, to how they're all doing, and <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have a, a a seasoned women's rugby player to to help us out with that too. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's, there's a thought, there's a thought. All right, uh, so let's um, hey, we like to talk about fancy every once in a while in this in this thing. Uh, I'm gonna pull up my squad, Ben. You go ahead, and pull up your squad. It's up. Um, so the the rugby mag likes to pick lets you pick five players per country max. You can pick thirty players total. Obviously, those that can't do the max six times five. That's 30. Right. <laughs> there is a pause there. <laughs> I had a total brain fart. <laughs> Wait a minute. Short circuit. Okay, at 30. That's what Keep it is. Keep your shoes on, Jared. <laughs> I and that. your pants. I... <laughs> that one's not big enough. You can only get to 21 anyway. <laughs> is that like a half? <laughs> okay. So I will just go through. This is my tentative starting squad because I'm going to wait to oh. finalize it until the. Team sheets have been announced, since and I weekend. haven't even done my starters. Yes, yeah, yeah, I have. So I, I picked mine just out of just out of sheer hope, basically. Uh, Mako, Jamie George, Furlong, uh, McNally, who qualifies as a flanker, so I put yes. him on the I put him on the wing. Those hooker throws, baby, those those get you points in this in this variation. Um, Sam Skinner, I slid into lock. He's probably going to play flanker. Atoje, Picamol, Stander, uh, Davies, Farrell, Vakatawa, Hog actually qualifies as center, so I threw him into center um, along with Ben Venuti. Maitland and Anscombe qualifies as fullback, so I put him in fullback. Um, I'm gonna, I probably am gonna change my kicker and my captain as well, but my captain right now is Jamie George, and my my, my kicker will obviously be Farrell, assuming he's healthy. So I'm gonna take a different tack on this because again, I haven't named my starters. Right. I'm gonna talk about the the squad that I have from each, yep. uh, each uh, country. So from from England, um, I have a whole bunch of Saracens. <laughs> oddly enough, it's a lot, it's so shocking Shock I have, for uh, any of us. <laughs> Macovinopola. Uh, Jamie George, right. Mario Toji, and uh, where is he? Owen Farrell. Damn. And then, of course, the uh, t- not technically a Saracen yet, but Elliot Daly. Oh, hopefully he signs. Uh, that, that, coming, that, hopefully that news comes here. any day now. <laughs> uh, from France, I have uh, Poirot. Yep. Uh, where's my next French player? I don't think I have too many. Uh, Picamol, 
You better have peek them all. Uh, Para. Yep. Uh, Intamak, because yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to him, and that's bad. it. So I, yeah. I still have some. Is that space wishful for... thinking for for him? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, because you well, because you can chop and change this without penalty on your points until right. I can the still first kick yeah. off, so you'll be okay. Next week you'll be kind of boned. Right. Uh, from Wales, I have uh, Rob Evans, uh, Ken Owens. There you go. Alan Wynn Jones. Mm-hmm. Where's my next Wales yeah, player? Uh, Hadley Parks and Steph Evans. Yeah, I have I have North. I'm skeptical of that though. I'm nervous. He's yeah. he's one hit away from just being right, Ugh, being done dead. Yeah. Um. Good lord, poor uh, guy. From from Ireland, I've got. Let's see where I start. I start with Ian Henderson, who it looks like is a, has a broken finger. So maybe maybe not. That's a that's so a, I'm, I may be dropping him. Uh, Omani. Connor Murray. Not terrible. Uh, Ringrose and Stockdale. Mm. Yep. And then uh, from Scotland, I have McAnally, Gray. Yep. Uh, Laidlaw, Hogg, and Hugh Jones. Yeah, Laidlaw doesn't quite do it for me. If I'm going to pick a halfback, I've got, I've got Gareth Davies and Connor Murray as my halfbacks. Um, and I think I have one more just in reserve. I mean, but... I, yeah. I mean, I, I have Para and Murray and... and and laid lost yeah. as my as my scrum have so I'll, I'll always have somebody at least to play a week right there and a backup yeah you and it's always key to pick with this variation to pick two or three specialists especially with the hookers and the halfbacks because right. most of those guys don't play more than one position no. in this variation mm. so and that McAnally if you, if you, what's up that McAnally uh flanker flanker option is is excellent as you said yeah it's, yeah. it's the flankers are See Harry at Thacker with, in our leadership yeah, teams. Exactly, Thacker is amazing as a flanker, yep. putting him in there because they get the the points that they earn here are much more valuable in the lineout. Yep. Than the runs that they, that most flankers are getting. Yeah, good lineout. You can add up points for a hooker real fast. And then who else am I missing? Did we go over uh, the Italian? Italy? Italy. Uh, I have Lavati and Negri. Yep. Parisi, of course. Yeah. Kind of need to, and I think that's oh no, to, Tomaso Allen. Yeah, yeah, I have Allen on my team too. I have I have him on my bench, but yeah, I uh, I I I think there's hidden hid. You have to find talent in the Italian team in this variation because again, you can only pick five yeah. of each, so you're probably going to have to play an Italian player at some point with injuries and all that shit, and the fact that you can only make one transfer a week after this weekend kicks off, so it's going to be a little dicey. You might have to roll. Yeah, I have to roll one of those. Uh, powder blue shirts out there once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, a winger or something because they're yeah. the only ones that seem to be, yeah. you know, that or an unlikely forward on the, you know, just meters out from the try line. Yeah, it just crashes that's over. That's generally, chance. Uh, you know, how Italy seems to score their tries. Right, and that's yeah. that's kind of why I, I I think I'm pretty forward heavy among the Italian squad. Um, I got three of their forwards, and really only the one back. So I think I have more backs than forwards. On the Italian squad, I think I have Benvenuti, Allen, uh, Parise. But yeah, that's not my. That's that's about all I got for Italy. I, I can technically grab two more before the yeah. game starts, so I probably will. <laughs> so, I'll, right. like you said, I'll probably be dropping into Matt because he won't yeah. be starting. I just like the fact that he's on the team, so I wanted him on my squad. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just going to be keeping eyes out on the uh, on the when they announce the squads. I think I expect Thursday, probably one. Well, the, yeah. the, for the early game tomorrow, unless they have already. Um, 
No, probably Thursday. They usually do Thursday. Thursday is usually the Friday squad announcement. We'll get the other two, the other two games for yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So by kickoff time, which is around two forty-five over here, have your shit set. Yeah. <laughs> I usually check it like Friday morning before I go to work. Is Same. usually yeah. my time to be like, all right, where are the squads? Who do I get? who yeah. do I start? I'll set that, and then. Well, I'm I'm at work way earlier than that. My I get I get done. With a, with a session, and yeah. then I go, get on, and usually right then and there is when they're announcing the team. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's my uh, that's my prize. Well, no, I I, I always do it before work. I would never do something like this at my desk. Lies, <laughs> lies, <laughs> so many lies, so many lies. Never, <laughs> never, never, well, never, never. See, the glory of when you're own you're your own boss. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to worry. I about like that to stuff. pretend I'm. A, I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Oh man. All right, let's do. Um, Let's do pick them, and then we'll kind of give our predictions for who who we think's finishing where. All right, Ben. Um, some jackass finished ten and zero the last time we did pick them. Oh wait, that was me. It was a jackass. <laughs> yeah. So I got I got two games up on you now, big guy. Oh, you dick. Yeah, I gave you a chance with the cast game, and I your know, boys couldn't I come know. through. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, happens. All right. Um, I will let age go before beauty. All right. So the the first round we got so we're starting with uh, France France Wales. Wales yep going uh going France yeah going with the home squad yeah probably a good call oh do I go counter and give you a shot or you know what I, I yeah you know what first game in France they're if if they let themselves down they'll be yeah in France against Wales like I like we were saying Wales yeah. underperforming a little bit what do you think, France James? at home with a lot of I, uh, passion I think the Welsh are going to come in there and I think even though I'm not Smash the biggest, biggest fan of the Welsh I think they're going to come in and, and take away a very close win okay um, I can appreciate that you know I think the momentum might be on the Welsh side here okay alright um, Scotland Italy let's go back to the old man <laughs> <laughs> I got, uh, I got you. I can, I can give them to you afterwards. <laughs> so Scotland, Italy, yeah, I think we know where I'm going with that. Yeah, I think I, I don't think anybody here is going to argue with the Scots around the board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? no, it's uh, it's going to be a it's a, a William Wallace massacre. Yeah, but the other way around, and and they're at Murrayfield, which is not helpful yeah. at all. Well, not for Italy anyway. No, not for yeah. This that, at least if it was in Rome, it would make it a more considerable possibility. All right, and the big one, at the Biva, who takes the W home and who gets the leg up to a possible triple crown? I and Grand Slam. Ireland's got the form, and I just I don't I don't see them losing at home. Not I think mm-hmm. they're going to be up for this as they always are. Yeah, rarely are they not. But I think. Uh, all, all, all the uh, intangibles. Because I mean, it's you look at the squads; they're so talent for talent. Yeah, it's you're, hard you're to, not going to pick on that. It's, it's got to come down to the intangibles. Yeah, and Ireland at home, really wanting to put a stamp on that they're the team to beat, not only in Six Nations but in the World Cup. Right. Uh, I think uh, what they call it in uh, Bull Durham, they want to announce their presence with authority this year. <laughs> and this is their chance to to, yeah, to say that, yeah, 2018 was our year, 2019 is our year too. And, yeah. and that's, that starts, I think, on Saturday. All right. This is where I'll give you a chance to catch up because Ireland are notoriously 
slow starters in this competition. Yeah, look they, at last year's game they against Fr- they, out. I was in Dublin for it. Oh yeah. I watching it at a bar there and it was that was mental. That that must that must have been scenes just like out the ass. Yeah, I pretended Crazy. I was Irish that day. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of people probably thought they were <laughs> for your own day. safety probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and the freaking as I hate to say, the cojones on Sexton just nut that drop goal. Like, yeah. give it to me. I got this, boys. It was a, a, a double reference of balls there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, so I'm going. To, I am. I am going to say it's England. I think they. I think they sna- smash and grab, as they say. Look, I'd. I'd love to see England win. Don't get me wrong. I'm. I'm going with my head over my heart here. Yeah. I'm not going over my heart. I just know. I just know that Ireland suck at first games, even if they're at home. Yeah, well, so the last time England won in Dublin was 2013, so that's six years ago. Six years ago. So there's a, so they're due. They're due a win. Um, I, I, I'm having a tough time. My heart is saying England, but I but think, you will. Yes, but it. my mind is saying Ireland. Yeah. But I think I'm just I'm gonna go with go with my heart over this one. Ooh. Okay. And How about say that? Uh, <laughs> England's gonna again a very 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 close. Be tight. If, the, close. if England pull it out, it'll be tight. It's not gonna be a. Four try, run away, you know, run away. It's going to be a nick it at the death type of thing. And and I think it'll be interesting to if England do lose, um, what Eddie Jones has to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's always got something to say. God knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, win or lose, I'm looking forward to seeing what he has to say right, about the yeah. match. Right. So, who who win, who wins the Six Nations? I think this is going to be kind of a. I think it. As we get later in this competition, you might see some of these teams take a back seat because they're thinking about what's going on in the fall. So just kind of some some mm-hmm. food for thought on that one. Again, I think I think some of these teams like Wales and Scotland mm-hmm. and even Italy yep. are real are those those are, I think are the three squads that are looking towards okay towards building towards the World yep. Cup. I, I think Wales Wales I think is my fourth team in all this. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to come out on top of of the other three. Right, the, that that group of three, that other group of three, and then I think the the really the content the the realistic contenders are again just like in the women's game, yeah, Ireland, England, Ireland. And, and France, yeah. um, and uh, in this case, I, you know, I I want I'm going to take a wild card pick on this one, yeah, because I could see them just coming at like kind of putting it all together and, and just kind of taking advantage of of weaknesses on other squads, but mm. I would like to see France win this year, okay. Six Nations, so I'm, I'm. I don't think I don't think they're gonna win, but I'm gonna go with them anyway. It'll, Just no. as a as a, a wild card pick. Ben's hoping for Bastille Day. Apparently, <laughs> I fucking love Bastille Day. <laughs> what, what could be better than you storm the fucking prison, free all the political prisoners, and chop people's heads off for being dickheads? The French. Well, fucking I mean, <laughs> current political environment might be a little <clears throat> sketchy with that. <laughs> I'm just saying they have some good ideas. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Careful what you wish Vive for. Vive la révolution. <laughs> um, you know what? I think I think if th- this this is the bogey for England, and since I've picked them in this, I think if they take care of this, I think that's it. I think that'll be that'll be them. They'll, they'll take this competition. They'll... I, actually, I do agree with that. I think if England wins this game... Yeah, it all depends on this game. Yeah, and really and does. I kind of regret saying that I think Ireland will win it, but, but you know, it's I don't know. Or did I pick England? I can't you even did, remember. You, you, you went with your heart, but you can you can still say Ireland. It's not I don't, outside well, the realm of possibility. I think I think if England can win this game, then I think the tournament's theirs for the yep. taking. Uh, who's the wooden spoon? 
Italy. It's going to be the, the, the Italians, Italian. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is year after year, but hopefully some improvement there. So a wooden spoon, maybe a nice... Nice rubber hand to hold on to. Yeah, at least splinters into your hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe it's a well-sanded spoon. Yeah, you know? something to that effect. There you go. <laughs> something they could use to stir their pasta yeah, with. Yeah, there you go. We're contoured for pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That In Italy, we like this. So <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jeez, I'm... I know we took a turn for Mario porn here. Good <laughs> <Sweet> lord. <laughs> oh man. They're plumbers, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. They plumb something, all right. <laughs> oh my god. All right. That's uh that's everything we got for you guys today. Thank you much so much for listening to our Six Nations uh preview special. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming over, buddy. We uh yeah, appreciate thanks, having James. you. Yeah, this was fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad we got a third voice on here. It's like when I first started, I was glad I got a second voice on here. So now that I have a, th- we have, we've had a third voice on it. I, I'm, I think I'm, I think this is a good thing for us, and I'm really happy that we had this happen. And uh, hopefully, it's entertaining for you guys out there. Um, so make sure you e- email the podcast if you want fancy rugby podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, look Ben and I up both on Twitter. We are, uh, I'll put our Twitter handles out there. Um, download us on iTunes, Google Play, subscribe, get the downloads in there. You can download and not listen. It's okay. Just tell your friends. Tell your friends. It's okay, just download us so we can go up the charts here eventually. Um, But other than that, uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We will be back next week for, obviously, a nice recap of all the action that we just previewed. And we'll hopefully eventually get get back into some premiership soon here. A couple weeks away, but that's Uh, okay. You know, premiership takes a backseat to international rugby. It's going going to for a while, yeah. And then after that. And then around the same time, we'll have Super Rugby kick in again, too. So we'll have Lewis to talk about in a couple weeks. But we'll be back next week to talk about Weekend's game. Thanks a lot, everybody. Cheers.